0: Welcome to Box Office Culture. I'm your host, Tony Nunes. It has been a few weeks until we've had a new episode. I'm glad to be back. Uh, We are recording this on Thursday, March 9th. Uh, This episode is going to be another Oscars episode because guess what? Sunday is Oscar night. Uh, So I have a special guest with me this time. First time on the show. You might have heard him on his show here on the United Theater Podcast Network. Lee Metzger host of the load
1: in hello and welcome to the show to all of the listeners who are currently listening and to all those who scrub 30 second uh fast forward to get past the intro and if you listen to this in like four times speed you are a psychopath
0: i'm just putting that out there yeah you're a lunatic um you need to be locked up wow i've tried i've tried Mm -hmm. i even double speed i'm like wow i i don't like
1: this, but I, I get why people do it, you know? I like to go to three-quarters speed, because then they all sound incredibly drunk on on mic. I've not gone the other way,
0: um, mm-hmm. but I'm, now I'm going to try it. Give it a shot. I mean, I the society, you just got to slow down. I mean, we're what we're talking Ugh. about here today are movies, and Ugh. guess what? Enjoy your time on this planet. You're like, Stop me. speeding everything up. Go to <laughs> a movie. Enjoy it. I mean, Avatar's like six hours. That's nominated for Best Picture. Go see it. I mean... I'm not telling you
1: you're not wasting your time, but you know, check it out. It's a, it's basically a one to one. The longer your movie is, the better it is. The, yeah, full that's, stop. That's right. Yeah. Um, ninety minute movies garbage. No, you don't. Now that is something.
0: That's a screen you don't need to see. No, and I'm I am kidding. Uh, I will say to, oh. re, to reverse that, ninety minute movies is my sweet spot. for, yeah. for movies. A ninety-minute movie, there's there's nothing better. It's I like, just
1: talked a lot on the last episode of the Load In, the podcast that I host. Um, I I went on the show is probably twenty five minutes long, and eight of those minutes are me just talking about the beautifully succinct ninety-minute movie, Cocaine Bear. It's perfect. I mean, it's the
0: perfect length. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't get caught up in its own BS. Mm-hmm. It knows what it is, and it's you know, it's there for it, and yeah. I was there for it. Um, but yeah, ninety-minute movies. I'll tell you, before we dive into this conversation about Oscars, uh, you know, historically, Oscar movies, not known for being short. No. Not at all. Um, great movies. I'm not saying if your movie is over 90 minutes, it's complete garbage, because it's not. I, I mean, there are amazing movies out there that are four hours long. Mm-hmm. You know, Gone with the Wind is like five hours. The the Snyder Cut of Justice League. <laughs> Yes, if you want to bring that into this conversation with, <laughs> with cinematic classics
1: like Lawrence of Arabia and Gone with the Wind. Yeah, I think Snyder it, cut. with 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 the same breath, you should utter the masterpiece of 2017's Zack Snyder, Snyder Cut of Justice League. And that, folks, is, is
0: what you're getting on today's podcast. So uh, we're going to kick things off and have a conversation about the Oscars in just a minute. Stay tuned. All right, Lee, we're going to talk. We're going to go through these Oscar nominations. Now on a previous episode of this podcast, I was joined by Greg Moran, who has been on the podcast a number of times. We did go through our picks of, uh, you know, who we think will win, who we want to win and all of that kind of stuff. I'm going to do that a little bit with you today, Lee, Mm. Um, and I'm going to do it knowing
1: that unlike Greg, and this is not an insult, so
0: please don't take it
1: as such. I love when someone is about to describe me (laughs) and then they stop halfway through a sentence and they're saying, listen, I like you as a person. (laughs) I think you're great. That's right. Uh,
0: But Greg has a deeper cinematic knowledge Mm -hmm. uh he's he's a deeper nerd in the film world Uh, Uh, no one can argue that you know his his points of references are much quicker and deeper than Mm -hmm. yours and i but i think yeah and i'm vapid and shallow that's (laughs) right (laughs) yeah you are uh but this that's what's going to make this fun because i want to go through these some of these movies you've seen some you haven't great whatever i want to know what your what your picks are why but i also want to know more importantly and Mm -hmm. i'm going to do this as well. What's your true pick is like, forget the nominees. Yes. Like, what is your
1: real best picture this year?
0: What is your real best actor? So we're going to go through those. We're not going to go through every category. We're going to go through the core ones. Yeah. But let's do it. Um, the ones is,
1: that will be filmed. The ones that will be the shown that,
0: on TV. They'll all be shown because this the Oscar telecast historically has been 17 hours long. It, wow. It did not get the 90 minute memo.
1: Wow. Yeah. It
0: should win something for that, I think. I, I mean, look- I, just to give a little color in history here, mm. I have been a film nerd forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been into movies since I was a kid. Um, I used to watch the Oscar. The Oscar night was like a huge deal for me. Um, even when I was a kid, like 12 years old, maybe I started this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have like a whole little Oscars party with like my parents, basically. Like, sure. Let's be real. Um, <laughs> but I would, I would have a ballot you couldn't print them out the internet didn't exist so i would like handwrite all of these nominees and pick them and like we'd have fun it would be a game um but back then like billy crystal hosted it it was ho- oh, it was really yeah. fun and funny it is it is really boring and like so yeah. self-serving pretentious i i can't watch the oscar telecast and jimmy jimmy kimmel hosts it and i'm sorry if you're a jimmy kimmel fan god
1: bless you but I don't think Jimmy Kimmel is very funny. Yeah, I mean, there. I I think the like the meta revolution that happened when like Ricky Gervais came in and like that was was, Golden Globes. But yes, I know what you're saying. But that meant that that like um, like tear down from the inside. We get it. We know. So mean. Like we're all in
0: on the joke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. But that's the that's that's like the pendulum swing, right? Like on one side you have Billy Crystal. Uh, who's who's making all these jokes for the wider audience, and then on the other side you have like people like Ricky Gervais who are speaking to like the Academy themselves. And it, it- yes,
0: well, Billy Crystal though was the fun thing about him hosting, and then then we'll we'll move on from this. Uh, you know, he used to do like these big musical numbers to oh, start yeah. the show, and they would have like a helicopter come down with like Arnold Schwarzenegger dangling from it, and like a dinosaur from Jurassic Park on stage, like it was a big spectacle and it was fun and it, you know, all the nominees were none of those movies. They just showcased in the opening monologue because mm-hmm. they're showcasing the movies that were like fun that mm-hmm. year. Um, but, but it was great. I will say on that note though, that um, this is a fun little sidebar. Back I then. I just want
1: to say we're doing a sidebar in the tangent. We're,
0: we're doing a sidebar on the sidebar. Very yeah. good. Uh, that's, that's how we roll at the United. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we keep it loose. We got so much going on that we're just doing everything at once. Mm-hmm. But seriously, the uh, back then, I just made that reference to Jurassic Park. And I remember, like there was a dinosaur on stage that year. Um, that movie was not nominated for Best Picture. If that movie had come out now, mm. I'm pretty sure Jurassic Park would get a nomination for Best Picture, as it should. Um, what I do like about the Oscars, uh, I will say that they are... They're definitely highlighting and nominating movies that are a little more exciting and different these days. Yeah, you look at *Parasite* not only being nominated but winning. *Shape of Water* and Guillermo del Toro like sweeping that year or mm-hmm. like doing really well. Um, the fact that *Mad Max: Fury Road* was nominated for Best Picture, and then this year, uh, the the front runner here, I think, uh, and we'll talk about Best Pictures now is everything everywhere all at once, which is one of the weirdest, most beautiful movies ever I've seen in in a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. But it's so weird. Oscars used, there there used to be something called an Oscar movie. You'd Mm -hmm. watch a movie. You'd be like, oh, that's an Oscar movie.
1: Lincoln. Yeah.
0: Lincoln, like biopics, really dramatic things, uh, rooted in history. A lot of times, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes the films are not the most exciting. Um, revolutionary groundbreaking sure depends on your definition of that but everything everywhere all at once 20 years ago not getting nominated for best picture no way Mm -hmm. um i mean this movie has a a ratatouille uh, a built-in like ratatouille satire with a
1: raccoon and like and it's not just a cutaway it's a significant portion
0: it also has a fight with sex toys Mm -hmm. i mean it's a weird movie
1: Um, I mean, this movie definitely has the most sex toys of any Best Picture nominee that I can remember. I think, yeah, per capita um, within these movies, I I think that um, everything, everywhere, all at once, definitely. If not outright is leading the pack, but it's, yeah, it's, I I think it's towards the top. I think so. Um, So... So, I'm not going to go through all the nominees. we
0: know them. I don't if, think if we you want to know them, look them up
1: yeah we're at we're on the the New York Times website uh, they have their two thousand twenty three Oscar ballot. You yep. can follow along at
0: home if you'd like. You can pick these um you can also which is really cool. read the reviews that New York Times wrote for all of these films directly underneath, but they make it really easy for you They do New York Times
1: the old gray lady yeah.
0: Sure. Is that a New York Times reference? Yep. That's what oh.
1: they. That's how. That's what they call the rag uh-huh. in the,
0: well, in the biz. I learned something. Mm-hmm. See, you're not vapid and
1: useless. I mean, some <laughs> of my opinions on these movies are going to be. No. And that, you're just no. going to have to deal with it. I don't think so. Listen, I'm. I'm a. Uh, for for what I for what I don't know about movies, I make up an attitude. So. So tell
0: me then, with this attitude of yours, what's your... So I just told you what my pick was. Mm-hmm. My pick is Everything Everywhere All At Once, and I've said it on this show before. That is also my pick of, of what truly was, in my opinion, the best movie of last year. So, so
1: right. here's my opinion. Because you say if 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 um, Jurassic Park came out this year, it, it, would, it would and should have been nominated. I think so. On this list... What do you think is closer to what we're we are going to feel like du- like the position that Jurassic Park had that year? I feel Top Gun Maverick may yeah, have this for year. for sure because it's it's a cultural phenomenon. It was it was massive. It was our biggest movie to date. Like the 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 bo- like the blockbuster. Yep, I think was reinvigorated or like the proof of concept was like proven yeah. that this thing still can work like this because of Top Gun Maverick. I, I agree. I think, um, I mean, look, I, I said that about Jurassic
0: Park, but there are, there have been plenty of movies that are really great blockbusters that have been nominated, mm. not necessarily won. That's the, that's the difference is that those movies don't normally win. Top Gun is not probably not going to win Best no. Picture. Um, but Steven Spielberg at the Oscars lunch or dinner said to Tom Cruise, Thank you. You single-handedly saved the uh, theatrical exhibition business with Top Gun: Maverick. Mm-hmm. Like it's a big movie. It's the kind of popcorn movie that brings people in. Um, so I think yeah, Top Gun is on there. Avatar is on there as well. Yeah, I, we know how I feel about Avatar if you've listened to this show.
1: But it's it's another one of those examples like big spectacle mm-hmm. movie. But I I think the way that we're gonna look at Top Gun: Maverick is more similar in the way that we look at Jurassic Park with like reverence and like wow like. They that that was a great example of cinema. Whereas top, um, whereas Avatar The Way of Water, I don't think we're gonna just like I, as soon as I was done watching the original Avatar, I immediately forgot about Avatar The Way of Water. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what it is.
0: But uh, look at Black Panther, the first Black Panther is the first superhero movie to receive a Best Picture nomination. Dark Knight didn't even receive one, mm-hmm. granted, it won an, an acting award, but it you know, Black Panther was nominated. Didn't win. I would say the biggest movie, just to go back, that I think is the biggest blockbuster movie ever to win Best Picture is Return of the King. Yes. Hands down. Mm -hmm. That's like that. So to me, the Oscar Best Picture race has always been interesting, right? Because you have these great movies that are cinematically great. You know, if you study film and technique and all of that, these are master classes in film. But when you're looking at audience and what audience loves um, and you you know, a lot of times when you're looking at that, it is these blockbuster films. Mm -hmm. Um, I think return of the King was like one of those movies that checked all of the boxes. Um, And I think top gun checks some of the boxes. I think it's masterful. The cinematography, the way they shot it is all amazing where it lacks a little bit story Mm -hmm. um, and scripting. Um, But if you can find a movie that has all of that, like parasite, Mm -hmm. um, then, then go for it, and everything or everywhere at once. To me, yeah, checks all those boxes as
1: well. And and for me as well, um, I think that that's a good pick, and that's that that's my pick as well. All right, well, let's jump to even the, though I just picked the wrong one. That's okay. Can Let, I can I redo this? <laughs> no,
0: you can't. You're done. You picked All <laughs> on the Western Front. No, I didn't. Here
1: we go. This, no, okay. This <laughs> isn't the BAFTAs. <laughs>
0: it won the BAFTA. It's not going to win the Oscar. All
1: right. Well, I guess my pick is All <laughs> On the Western
0: front. You're doing it too, right? I am. Okay, yeah. good. Um, so next up, let's, let's go to the acting categories real quick. Very good. Start with actor. actor. Um, now I think here, actor in a leading role, um, you know, Brendan Fraser may get this for the whale. Um, for some reason, I think Austin Butler might get it too. I think it might be the only win for Elvis. Mm. I, I didn't love Elvis. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it didn't do it for me. I'm not a big Elvis fan. So I, I think I came into it kind of jaded. But when I look at this list of these, uh, these five actors, um, yeah, I think Brendan is probably who's going to get it. I'm trying to think of, of a performance this year though, that maybe isn't on this list. That was my personal favorite. And I'm, I'm having a hard time thinking of any,
1: uh, I mean, I'm surprised that none of, I'm surprised Michelle Yeo didn't make this list. I guess. Well, is she going to be an actress? Uh, yeah, she's an actress. The, yeah. See, actor is
0: the male okay. equivalent, and actress is the female equivalent. That's how these things work. Okay. So um, which? Well, okay. So which one? Actor. Actor. Uh, yes. Okay. Very so, good.
1: Well then, Ki Huy in Kong. a leading role. Nope. no, nope, In a leading he? role.
0: He's a supporting role.
1: This. So. Yeah. It's the right. system is broken. It, it's not. If I had to choose one of these guys, though, I didn't see any of these films. Um, what? I didn't, I didn't watch any of these. No. Uh, yeah. You saw Banshees? What? Of Sharon? I did not, no. What? I did not. You um, saw The Whale? I did not, because that coincided with um, a great time of personal sadness, so I, I couldn't uh, drum up the energy to <laughs> then dive into what everybody was assuring me was a devastating movie. I, yes. It's so, a very, very sad movie. But that being said, my... my, uh, my my choice for this, I think, is going to be Austin Butler, and I'll tell you why. You know a movie I did see this year with Austin Butler? Not for, the, not for the first time, but I saw it again on the big screen for the first time? What? I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yep. And I had no idea that he was in that film until he showed up. And I thought he was so good and so magne- ma- magnetizing. Magnetic. Magnetic mm-hmm. on screen. That I just superimposed that onto Elvis. Another thing that I saw was the side-by-side um, videos of Elvis and Austin Butler doing like the 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 hip performance deal, and then like walk oh, yeah. around. yeah, yeah. He, he's committed. I mean,
0: he yeah, not for nothing. That guy really. I mean, he, he, I can't even hear him talking in an interview now without just hearing out and seeing Elvis. Yeah. So well,
1: it's also because he talks.
0: He goes. How 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 before it, every sentence he, he does. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I I'm thinking Brendan Fraser is gonna go. The mm. the Brendan Fraser Renaissance
1: continues. But yeah. um, it's ubiquitous now. The every and I'm I'm here for it. I love that the I love de- first of all. I just want to say I want to go on the record and say the deification of uh, of celebrities is. Flawless. It's never gone wrong. Um, there are never people that we put on a pedestal all for that to you know crumble beneath them. No way. But uh, I, I will say that Brendan Fraser. I I love Brendan Fraser. I've loved Brendan Fraser from since George in the Jungle and the Mummy movies and Encino Man. I just started a podcast, then immediately stopped. Uh, where uh, my friend and I were going to watch all the Brendan Fraser movies. Yep. So we started with Encino Man, and then. Um, and then uh, we watched another one. I don't, I don't remember. Obviously, we only did like two episodes. Um, but that was born out of my love of Brendan Fraser. And I think, I, all jokes aside, I think you know he does kind of deserve a little bit of love. He does.
0: Because he, you know, he's a sweetheart. Where you're making a joke there about putting actors yeah. and, and people on a pedestal because sometimes they turn into complete dirt bags. Yep. Uh, Brendan Fraser, it can be, be said, is the, the antithesis of that. Mm-hmm. He's coming out of... A situation where he was the other part of a situation like that yeah and and reinventing himself so
1: mm-hmm. good on him and being incredibly successful and we love that for him so I, i'm cool with that oh. i think we're saying Brendan fraser are you cool with that yeah i'm cool with that cool oh wow that. and look we should also talk about what uh, what the votes say so for best picture the votes oh largely say everything everywhere All yeah you click on that and it Gives you a percentage, forty-one percent. Everything, everywhere at once for Best Picture, and not for nothing. I guess I'm a pretty smart guy because coming in second is all quiet on the Western front. (laughs) Just because it won the
0: BAFTA, well, Um, still wants something. uh, So, actor in a leading role. When you put it in, um, Brendan Fraser and Colin Farrell are neck and neck at thirty-two percent. People think. And Austin Butler's coming in uh, third at twenty
1: three. Oh, why did I press for I should have pressed Austin Butler. That's right,
0: because I pressed Austin Butler. Oh, very good. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to actress in a leading role. So here, Michelle Yeoh mm-hmm. is my choice, um, and she's been killing it at the you know Indie Spirit Awards and everything um, on this Everything Everywhere L- at Once train. And when you click on her name, fifty two percent. Oh wow! Really? I'm I'm guessing that you're you're in a similar uh, boat here, Mm -hmm. right? With Michelle Yeoh, Mm -hmm. I think we're big Michelle Yeoh fans here at the United Theater. We are so much so, in fact, United Theater. Ooh! I'm going to be programming some classic Michelle Yeoh films in the next few months for our neighborhood watch, like some real deep cuts. So amazing!
1: Stay tuned for that. That's exciting. What I will say, I wonder. I wonder if this is gonna go to Kate Blanchett because Tar got nominated for like, Tar got six nominations. Okay. And I don't see it winning, uh, it's not gonna win, I I don't see it winning Best Picture. I, I guess it could win Best Director, but I don't see it winning like Best Screenplay, Best Cinematography, Best Editing. I don't know like I I just think that all of those are like best cinematography
0: yeah for a movie like that no it's best editing honestly the cinematography um, I think that what wasn't nominated for cinematography like Tar shouldn't have been nominated for cinematography you know it should have taken its place Top Gun Mm -hmm. because those shots are real those are real shots in those planes and they're beautiful like they they pick the right time to shoot them Mm -hmm. for the sun you know how difficult that is that movie should not only be nominated, but maybe even win yeah. for cinematography because uh, it's a masterclass in cinematography. Because just think about the technology. So yeah, the fact
1: that Tar nominated for cinematography is complete. Garbage. So I guess I don't know. Th- this might be not in the um, spirit of what we're doing here, but but do
0: you have a do you have an actress? Oh, or, Michelle. Yeah, or an actor. Oh. that um, snub. Be, yeah, that like to you that actor or actress was actually the best performance of the year. I I will say that I, I, I'm going to stick with who I picked here, um, as probably my choices anyhow. Um, but, uh, no, you're Googling Puss in Boots. Okay. So that's, those are voice actors. Harvey
1: Guillen. uh,
0: Harvey Guillen was amazing.
1: Oh, well, no, 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 that's not
0: who I'm thinking of. It is who you're thinking
1: of. No. Wagner Mora. He was, he played the wolf. Oh. And, um, (laughs) yeah. Yep. I mean I listen I'm not going to do this whole thing where I, where I th- don't go where, I, don't derail this episode where I say going in your puss and boots every single of these every single one of these categories deserves and should win for the performance or the directing or the cinematography or the editing because in my opinion the best movie of 2022 was and is Puss in Boots I'm not going to say that because I don't want to fight with you that's we, fine we have a whole Look, like relationship that we've built. and person boots is great, but uh, it is
0: great. But it and, and it, it surprised me. It was way better than I thought. Me best, too. Best movie of the year? No. Me too. Everything everywhere all at once. Uh, you you can't argue. that no. That is truly the best movie of the year. I agree. Um, all right. Let's. Take but to a, answer your question, no. Nothing okay. comes to mind. All right. Well, let's take a quick break, mm-hmm. and then we'll talk about some supporting roles. All right, actress in a supporting role um, here you have a pretty good mix of people uh, I will say Carrie Condon and Banshees of Inner Sharon she she kind of stole every scene from Colin Farrell that she was in Colin Farrell's amazing in that movie but uh, she was really great you have Stephanie Hsu and Jamie Lee Curtis both for everything everywhere all at once um, those are I mean but to, it, to me it's between those three mm. Um, it's kind of hard to narrow down who the right choice might be. Um, I'll tell you what, like, um, I don't know. Jamie Lee Curtis is great in this movie, but I, I don't know that it was like Oscar quality greatness. Sure. You know what I mean? Um, she definitely was having a lot of fun. So was Stephanie Mm Shu. I mean, they were both having a great time. Um, I, I got to go with Carrie Condon because literally while watching that movie, I was like, "Whoa, she is remarkable in stealing, actually stealing every single scene that she was in."
1: Well, let's see what the let's see what the voters say. Oh wow! So this, all right. So I th- I am not surprised that Angela Bassett is leading with 31 percent of the vote because that was an incredibly powerful performance.
0: And Black Panther, yeah. So, uh, uh, Black the new Black Panther was not great to me.
1: Um, no. but yeah, I don't know. Um, I it, it was my opinion that when watching it, I don't, I don't know. She was going like it must have been so incredibly tough for those actors and actresses to show up on set after Chadwick Boseman passed away in in the way that he did. Yeah. in secret in secret not no one knew that he was sick they never really got to say goodbye she played
0: the grieving mother well and she was probably actually feeling the grief so Definitely. Uh, uh, you know at least the actors got to play through the grief in the movie yeah um, and she did great and angela bassett is a is a yeah. goddamn legend mm-hmm. um but beep. I, I don't know you don't have to beep that out <laughs> um i you know what i'll tell you though mm. in this category i do have one that i thought was the best performance that was not nominated okay and uh will you tell me can, can you guess i bet you'll never guess you won't guess
1: um can huh? i have one hint
0: you can have one hint um she has a very fun first name that is a repeat of the same two letters twice oh kiki kiki palmer yeah nope. yes so nope to me nope was one but of is the-
1: she supporting
0: yeah i would say she's supporting I don't she, know. She's, I would say that she is the support to, um, maybe she's leading. I don't know. Um, but Kiki Palmer in Nope, that's which, not, yeah. That's nope, a, I will tell you, Nope too, is one of my favorite movies of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, like that could have been nominated for best picture in my opinion. Sure. Um, but Kiki Palmer in that movie, she was like, she was the energy of that movie. She yeah. was funny. She, uh, she hit every note. Yeah. Correctly. Um, but she, yeah, I, she, that that's the most no, fun no that's a great call i think her performance is the most fun performance i've seen at the movies uh in the last year um so for me she it would be great to see her on here yeah um yeah i mean that's that's a good call yeah i thought she was fantastic fantastic and fun
1: do you think that they tried to cast dave franco <clears throat> in that in that role that that other dude played the the circuit city role uh, I don't know. Because the guy that they ended up casting looked just like him. Did he? I
0: I have no idea.
1: I don't know. I, I'll also tell you, like, Kiki
0: Palmer and Nope was great. You know what other cast was really great? Uh, like, almost all of the cast, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery. Mm. I'm surprised there's not any nominations here for anything outside of writing for that movie. That movie was incredibly disappointing to me. What? Really? Yeah, I was I very disappointed that. in that movie. I had fun with that movie.
1: I, I a good time. M- well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm. Maybe I, I am wrong. Maybe I my maybe expectations a, were too high, or I don't know. Maybe I, I was in a bad a bad headspace. Maybe I am DB. But what does that mean? I am a DB. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you take that part
0: out. Uh, all right, let's go to. <laughs> Let's go to... That's what IMDb stands for, by the way. Uh. <laughs> Let's go to actor in a supporting role. Um, this is where Brendan Gleeson is for Banshees of Inner Sharon, and I have no doubt that um, he is probably second <gasps> in line here to Kihi Kwan. Who, Kihi Kwan is who I want to win, who should win, because mm-hmm. where Kiki Palmer was the fun of Nope, Kihi Kwan his energy that he brought to everything everywhere at once, which is already an amazing energetic movie. That was something. Um, so he should totally win and probably will because he's up here
1: with 46% of the, of the public's vote. I think that the thing that hit for me with his performance was he was always a very genuine actor. Like in, 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 um, in, uh, Goonies and then in Indiana Jones he was a kid actor. I mean, but it's, it was ur- is earnest. Yeah, he was like incredibly like you could feel. He's not like his,
0: Macaulay Culkin hanging out with like Michael Jackson on the weekend, being too cool for school. No, and he's
1: not like. I mean, uh, well, uh, it just doesn't feel so. Maybe it was the movies that he was casted in, but it doesn't feel so like hammy. Um, I don't know. Like it just. I. It was always very clear that to me and to maybe other viewers that. There's an earnesty. An he's authentic, earnesty?
0: He's authentic. I mean, is
1: what that, is the word? Earnestness. Earnestness. Yeah. He's authentic. There's authenticity to him. Yes. Very good. Um, and that's kind of what, what was conveyed. And especially like same kind of thing with Brendan Fraser, all, all these things are, are happening for him and, and people are appreciating him and you can see it in his face when he's surrounded by people. applauding. Applauding, applauding. What is going You're, on with yeah. me? Are you okay? I'm fine. Are you sure? I'm getting overwhelmed with, with joy for these people who are getting the you know, did you know
0: recognition that, that they deserve? 2023 is the year of joy. I've dubbed it, is such. it really? I, I mean, I, I've dubbed it as such. So. Well, I, I co sign it. All right, amazing. It. Yeah, join, so, it, join us. I'm very good. Um, all right, so that those are the only categories I want to go through. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say. The actor and actress in a supporting role is, is a fun, weird category because like I think... I don't remember what the standards are, but like you need a certain amount of screen time and it's very small. So sometimes you'll have a cameo get nominated. Um, but I always thought cameo would be a fun nomination for an award show too mm-hmm. because I will say that uh, my favorite cameo of this year... I love a good cameo. Who mm-hmm. doesn't? Um, was... David Lynch in the Fablements. Did you see the Fablements? So good. Yeah. David Lynch, um, and I'll spoil this now because if you haven't seen the movie, what the hell? Um, (laughs) You have no excuse. Yeah. David Lynch came in at the end playing John Ford with the eye patch, Mm -hmm. Um, cigar. Oh my God. Like so good. Mm -hmm. And and an actual moment taken out of Spielberg's um, adolescence or. I guess he was a young man at that point. But, um, yeah, that's my favorite cameo of the year. And, like, as far as memorable performances go, all of these were memorable. But that one, for some Mm -hmm. reason, sticks out to me maybe not as much as, like, Kihi Kwan and Michelle Yo, But, like, that's my next favorite performance that I saw. I feel like
1: it was done with it. Like, they could have gotten anybody to do that. Role. Like, but you had you got a legendary director playing
0: a legendary director in a biopic directed by a legendary director. It's about just himself. so good. It's, it's very meta, yeah, in the best possible way. Mm-hmm. It's like a joke that you're in on. Ooh, mm-hmm. I loved it. And All then right. the the last shot, the last shot, Wait, the tilt, the tilt. Oh, oh man, yeah. If you haven't seen Fableman, so I will say on the director side, we didn't go through it, but I really do hope. I love the Daniels and everything everywhere at once. But there is a, a part of me that would love to see Spielberg win just because the balls mm-hmm. to direct your own biopic, basically mm-hmm. like, yeah, you change the name. It's Fableman's, not the Spielberg's. But but dude directed his own biopic. Who does that?
1: Yeah. And it didn't come off as like corny no, or uh... it didn't or like um fant like fantastical in a inappropriate way. There are some parts that you're you're like, "Oh, he's been holding on to this for a while
0: waiting <laughs> to put this in the movie." And, yeah, um yeah, it's fun, but man, the balls to. I mean, I, I think only Steven Spielberg could do that, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. who, anyone else doing that, they're getting called out for it. Spielberg's just getting Oscar nominated.
1: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah,
0: they're like, "And you and you crush it again, Steven." Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to end it there for this week. Um, The Oscars are on this Sunday. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, the 11th, right? The 12th. 12th. You're right, it's the 12th. If you're listening to this podcast, go on our social medias, go on our Instagram our Facebook where we post this. Share your picks in the bottom. Write write comments, send us your comments. Uh, We'll read some of these in the next episode. It'll be post-Oscars at that point, but, you know, it's fun. Tell us who you think was the best performance of the year, whether it was Oscar nominated or not. We don't care. We want to know. Um, And what's your favorite movie of the year? And what do you think is going to win the best picture? So share those with us. We'll be back in a couple of weeks, uh, probably with a a more serious kind of film nerd bent. Uh, I think we, I'm not sure. I'm not confirming this, but we may be on talking about Korean cinema, South Mm. Korean cinema, particularly. So, uh, a lot of good stuff coming from South
1: Korea. Um, Everybody knows that all North, m- most of the, mo- the, the most popular North Korean films are those videos of Kim Jong-un watching rockets go it. off. <laughs> that's it. It's him and Dennis Rodman shooting. And, <laughs> and,
0: and, um, but no, like stay tuned in a couple of weeks. So if you like this podcast, obviously subscribe. Check out Lee's podcast. The load in. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Check out UnitedTheater dot org to find out all, the, all of the incredible films we're showing and the amazing live events we're doing. We are ramping up to do a lot here. Um. So I big am, summer. Big, big summer coming. Big summer. Big spring too. Big spring. Yeah, for real. All right. Thank it's you. It's the year of joy. Year of joy. I mean, come on, guys. Get on board. Mm-hmm. Year of joy. All right.
1: Until next time. Thanks thank for, you for listening. And thank you for having me, Tony. Always. All right. Bye. Welcome to the (laughs) load-in I was just kidding Alright That was pretty good Welcome to the load-in That's my impression of you It's pretty good Yeah Uh, What is the name of this podcast?
0: Box office culture I I can't remember it ever I always want to call it some other name Mm.
1: Alright, but don't put this in No, no, no I'll kill you Yeah, that's (laughs) definitely not going to be plugged in at the end of the episode Alright, that's an Easter egg Damn you Here we go